back after a week off, and that's pretty much how I expected that show that to start. Uh, and then I'm frantically hitting every button I can, and then only to notice that somebody unplugged the microphone, which I cannot see from my seat. Thank you for that. Thank you for unplugging the microphone. Awesome. I love it. A little out of practice. Let's see how, how today goes. After a, a week off, Mike Hayes was in here for a week. How did that go? If you want to want to let me know, I, I stayed away from mostly news media, and uh, I tried to anyway. There were a couple of things uh, something about Russian bounties on American soldiers and a couple other a couple of other things that were going on. But uh, if you want to get in here, 608-785-7914, the talk and text line. I think number three is calling in. Uh, number three, go ahead. Welcome back. Hey, how are, how are you? I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. I was wondering how your retraining program was going on. I didn't hear nothing on the radio for about a minute and a half. Yeah, I I, uh, I stared at the board and didn't know and then noticed that uh, somebody came in here and unplugged the mic. I think that's what they like to do when you go on a week vacation. You, uh, they're going to sabotage the show when you come back. I think that's how that's, it goes. Oh, uh, one thing I, I tell you what to do, don't goof up any of the stuff for Mike Hayes in the morning or he'll really be giving you <laughs> hell tomorrow. Well, well, Mike does his his show on head on a headset, I believe, and so okay. he unplugs everything and uh, and then doesn't put it back the way it was. I'm going to blame him. Well, we'll have to give him a time we'll give him a time out then. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. I mean, it's left hand is sit in the corner. It's kind of my fault because, like, I really should know that the microphone has to be plugged in, but I never, uh, I, I never understand that it's unplugged. Like, why would it be okay. unplugged? But okay, that's part of your retraining this week. Yeah, right. So I'll let you go so you could talk to somebody important. All well, right? I, I don't have anyone. I, I've got no agenda today. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna talk about what I did over the week. I'm gonna talk about what happened over the weekend here, especially downtown Lacrosse. Uh, with Very that bad. shooting and 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 some other stuff, but uh, how did how did last week go? I imagine you listen or not? Oh yeah, Erie called in quite a few times. <laughs> I, I I can imagine that. Yeah, him and Mike are friends. Yeah, that's great. I mean, Eric calls in. He calls in every day here when I'm in here as well. Surprised okay. he hasn't called well, you in yet. Just, you just shoot it from the hip and do the best you can. Yeah, that's what I plan to do. Thanks for the call. Ten four. All right. Uh, and thanks for the text there. Libertarian guy is kind of giving me the update. No, audio. I got it. Yes, I, thank you. I, thank you for that text. Uh, uh, not a single incident of Rick bashing. <laughs> Libertarian guy says, I'm disappointed. Nobody bashed me on my week off. Um, yeah, I'm going to get to that in a couple of minutes. We'll do the news and stuff. But the the, the shooting over the weekend, the murder over the weekend, right? Like it's, oh, it's I almost swore there. Um, just awful. Uh, there's There's so many different... You know, like it's pretty cut and dry what happened. Uh, guy shot a bouncer and was was arrested sometime later that night or morning, I guess you could say. And and but the, then there's some some other information that comes out surrounding that that I don't have answers to at this point. Uh, I'm just getting back. I'm like I'm only doing the show today. I actually am not doing any other work when it comes to. Uh, like making calls and uh, like Brad, I'll let Brad and Caitlin do that today. It's my last, technically my last day of vacation, but I didn't want to stay away from the show too long. But there's some other information surrounding this guy that allegedly committed murder. I have to say allegedly on Saturday morning at the, uh, I guess it's the, the lacrosse beer house. And it used to be the twisted moose. So, you know, and, and just some of the things that, that surround that person, and, you know, maybe he should have been arrested before that. Uh, but we can get into that in a little bit. Uh, I was gone for a week. I didn't do anything very exciting. 
I uh, I bought a electric an electric uh, chainsaw and went to town on my yard essentially. <laughs> and and I I, I kind of laughed because I bought this thing and I've never chainsawed before. So this was kind of and my neighbor was like, it's called the Widowmaker, and and I was like, oh. And then he kind of explained to me, oh, okay, that makes that, you know, that's awful and makes sense, I guess. Uh, They're kind of dangerous. But um, so I've watched some videos. I don't I probably ran a chainsaw before, but I just probably not ever consistently or never chopped the chopped the tree down, chainsaw a tree down. Um, But so I watched a couple of videos in leading up to buying a chainsaw because I'm like, well, which kind of chainsaw should I buy here? Should I get a, a steel a should I buy an electric one, a gas one? I don't know anything about gas engines. So even if I bought it, I would just be running it home to have my dad fix it if I ever broke or running it to the one of the neighbors that has a chainsaw. What's wrong with my chainsaw? Um, so, I, and so if I got an electric one and um, man, it's awesome. And just in leading up to determining which one to buy, watching all these videos of guys with well, gas chainsaws, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you got to start it. You got to mix the gas. You got to you got to sit there and they're trying to do these videos and the thing is purring in the background. So they're like screaming or you can't hear them at all. And they're and, and just in, and, and then you watch an electric chainsaw video and it's like the guys, it, you, you, you plug it in, you, you don't even plug it in. It's a cordless one. You put the battery in and off you go and you, you could probably use it for about 30 to 45 minutes. It all, it all depends on what you're cutting and how long you're cutting and how often you're, you know, pulling the trigger essentially. Uh, with the gas chainsaw, you know, it's just purring the whole time. But the electric one, man. So I just went crazy on my yard. My neighbors often were like, what are you doing? <laughs> so the 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 buildup to this was I, I live on the bluff, so I had a tree fall down under my house, not over my house, but under my house. And it went into the into the road right at like probably at like 3, 3.30. And, and then I was like, well, I don't have, I don't, it was a giant tree. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I called like the our, our little board of directors person and shot him a picture and I this is in the road I got to go to work I don't know what to do so uh, that kind of was the the build up to that but we can get to more of that later I see uh, now I've b- burned the first two minutes trying to figure out my microphone was unplugged uh, we'll go to Brad and the news we'll come back Eric from Sparta is waiting on hold Eric I'll get to you right after the news here we go. All right welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. Just checking to make sure it works. I did have somebody text in. Uh, Warren is texting in. He's two years old. He's listening on Facebook Live right now if you want to listen that way. Hi, Warren. <laughs> uh, Eric is calling in. I'll put Eric from Sparta on. Eric, you're on the air. Go ahead. Yeah, unlike uh, number three, who's 100% Norwegian, I'm half Norwegian. And I'm sorry I disappointed him because I called in last week as much as I could. The difference is... When Mike Hayes did your show, he took more calls than you have done in a month. And I, uh, and I'm sorry. I, I will stop calling you. I will resend my calls from you, and I will uh, listen more than speak to you. Thank you. Okay. I, I don't think number three didn't wasn't complaining that you called in. He just said you called in a lot. I wasn't complaining either. I say you call in every day. Pretty much is true. But if you don't want to call in, you don't have to. And Mike Hayes generates more calls than me. I bring a lot. I try to bring on more guests than than usual, than usual, than than anything. And and that ju- that doesn't always the way we're doing it with guests. It's not always the easiest to take calls. So anyway, 
Eric, you're more than welcome to call in. Warren, I don't know if I want you calling in. That would be that would be hard hard to do uh, as a two year old. I I've, I've tried to have conversations with you. It's very difficult, but we can work on that. <laughs> um, real quick before we get off on this uh, the, the the shooting that happened at around one a.m. Saturday morning, just just before bar time Saturday morning downtown La Crosse. But uh, the COVID nineteen numbers came in. I think uh, I think some people kind of anticip- are anticipatory of of uh, what what uh, La Crosse County is going to do because it, there were eleven consecutive days, most of these when I was gone, of twenty plus cases, twenty or more cases, uh, capped off by I think last Friday's single day high of twenty seven cases, and and this week this weekend we had nineteen cases Saturday, sixteen cases Sunday. The, the La Crosse County Health Department decided not to report on cases this weekend. Uh, for whatever reason, I, don't, I, I didn't really look into why, but they did 19 Saturday, 16 Sunday, they just reported, and then 12 cases today. So we're under 20, but is the new norm now uh, under 20 COVID cases in La Crosse County? Is that going to be the new normal when three was like a lot? Remember at one point we were like, whoa, we had three. Usually we had one or zero, and then it was like, whoa, three, and then and then it was 10, and then it was in the 20s, and now we're, phew, we're under 20, right? <laughs> like uh, Again, only two people are in the hospital at this time, so that's good news. Good news and bad news. Bad news for those two people, but in in terms of you know, in terms of the whole thing, uh, you know, we've only had I think less than ten people hospitalized. Uh, Tom, if you want to call back in, you, I was going to put you on right now, but you can feel free, you guys, to call call me back if you want. Um, but yeah, we we've had uh, nineteen, sixteen, and, and twelve cases the last three days. So the new norm, right, is just get under the twenty cases. Uh, hospitalizations, just two people currently in the hospital. The county doesn't report like total hospitalizations like the state of Wisconsin today. The state of Wisconsin reported 14 more hospitalizations. And if you dig into it, I just I didn't I don't I I don't know if I can look and and find it without some digging. But total there's in Wisconsin, there's been three thousand four hundred and seven hospitalizations from covid-19. 3,000 of the 28,000 people that have tested positive. We had three, 315 more in the state today. So three out of 28. So if you want to do the math there, I don't, one-ninth <laughs> um, a total hospitalizations. That's kind of the, you know, aside from the dying of COVID-19, which generally happens to old the older people, and, and really it's happening in, like, old folks' homes, right? But... Aside from that, it's, it's the hospitalization that you, you really, you know, for whatever reason, you spend a day in the hospital, you have no idea what it's going to cost, right? Like what, you, you see these stories, $20,000 for, you know, COVID recovery, hospital bill and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's really just the, it, it kind of kind of exploits the the idea that our healthcare system is, is a little out of whack and maybe we, we shouldn't be in a position where we have to think about how much it's going to cost for us to go get some kind of healthcare, whether it's COVID or anything. And, uh, if we could just, you know, throw that equation out of the, throw that out of the equation, then we wouldn't have to worry about, Oh, should I go to the hospital or not? I don't feel very good. I probably have COVID, but I don't want to tell them because I don't want to, you know, I don't have insurance or I don't want to, you know, deal with having to go to the hospital. So anyway, moving on, could talk about COVID, uh, Probably, probably every day until it goes away, which is probably going to be never. Um, but this weekend, obviously, there was a shooting Saturday morning. They they arrested the guy. His name is Timoth- Timothy Young, a Spring Grove native. He's 31 years old. 
we can get into that a little bit. But Tom is now calling you back. Uh, uh, this is Lacrosse Tom. You're on the yes, air, Tom. Sir. How you doing there, wild man? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Say, I just got a message from number three there for some information in regards to that uh, car wash on French Island. Uh, a friend of mine lives over there on the island near the airport. And he's got a little sticker on his windshield. He pays 20 bucks a month, and he can go through that thing seven days a week or twice seven, a day if he wants. Seven times a day? He well, wants. he can go there as much as he wants with that little hoochie getting on his windshield. Okay. And I know he goes probably at least three, if not four times a week. Okay. Sounds like you're I mean, uh, going like through he it. He his truck like it's unbelievable. Yeah, sounds like you're going through the car wash right now, Tom. No, bus just went past the house. <laughs> Okay, I I don't I'm not privy to this conversation, but I've had it before. So you're saying what what about it? You you you're just trying to relay information to, to number three that it costs twenty bucks a, a day to or twenty bucks a month to go to the car wash on French Island. Well, yeah, you can go through it a one time thing, or if you want, you can pay twenty bucks and go as much as you want. Thirty okay. day periods. Okay. All right. Thanks. You bet. All right, and uh, must have been a conversation left over from from last week. Uh, number three has has called about that car wash a couple of times in the past, in terms of uh, it being sort of government owned car wash competing with private business. Um, and I think it, I don't know. I thought it was cheaper than twenty. I guess there's different versions of it. I thought it was like a dollar cheaper than the the one by uh, Sam's Club over there. But anyway, all right. Back to uh, ba- back to the the incident that happened. Um, the the police report came out. It's only three pages long, and I imagine there's there's an Onalaska police version of this police report that I don't have. I have to like call Onalaska's police and, and or request it, or open records request the police report, or maybe it's buried in the in the email. But um, just I, I kind of took some notes from the three page long police report. The 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 murder happened around 1 a.m. Saturday morning downtown Lacrosse at what's being called the Twisted Moose, but it's it's actually the now the Lacrosse Beer House, B I E R H A U S. I think you still say Beer House. I don't know. Not a not a big beer person or drinker. Anyway, so the bartender said uh, the police report had interviewed the one of the bartenders. I won't use his name, but the bar, bartender said uh, Timothy, the 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 alleged murderer, Timothy Young. Tim, Timothy had been acting weird, creepy the past few weeks. Uh, he made comments. He said the bartender said he made comments about killing people. He made comments about finger gun gestures. Uh, the bond- bartender said Timothy Young, he left the bar about 9.30 p.m. And, and he was gone about two hours before he came back. And upon trying to come back at about 12.30 a.m., he was denied entry. So Young left. He came up about 10 to 15 minutes later, and I believe he pulled up in his, I think it's a Chrysler 300, a, a, a black Chrysler 300, pulled up uh, on the side of the road in, in that car. I'm not exactly sure. The video says he pulled up somewhere probably in front of that bar, uh, got out. It appeared he had a, a gun in his right hand, walked into the bar, you know, shot shot the uh, the bouncer. And, uh, and and took off, ran, I don't know if he ran, but went back out to the car and, and ran, you know, and took off south, southbound. So uh, the, the police report says the victim then died at 8.40 p.m. Saturday night. So, you know, the next, that night. So if he was shot around 1, 
4.30 a.m. Saturday morning. He died at 8.30 that night in, in the hospital. Uh, camera shows a black sedan pull up to the bar. Tall man walks out, gets out of his car, leaves the driver's door open. Pistol appears in his right hand, walks in, shoots the bouncer, leaves south on third. So uh, the interesting thing here in that police report, and I'll go, I'll, I'll, we'll talk about this when we come back. Uh, I got a, another news break. But Officer Thomas in the report says he recognizes the man as Timothy Young from previous professional police contact. So, uh, that, and that's kind of what I want to get into. I haven't talked to the police. You know, what, is that, what exactly does that mean? What kind of run-ins have you had with this guy? But that's kind of what I want to get into is, is the idea that the, the police maybe knew this guy, had him on, a, on their radar to some extent. Uh, could this have been prevented? So we'll talk about that when we come back. Uh, sounds like either Caitlin or Brad's doing the news. We'll see. Scott's comments coming up just in a few minutes. We'll be back after this on Wisdom. All right. And we're back on Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talking text line. If you want to get in here, shoot me a text. Give me a call. Looks like someone is, is calling. We're talking about that murder that happened on Saturday morning and just kind of the kind of some of the details surrounding it. The police report we got today, this afternoon. That's just three pages. There's probably going to be more to that. On Alaska, I would believe, has a police report as well because they're, one of their officers is uh, was the person that ended up arresting Timothy Young at a Walmart parking lot. Uh, I'm not sure what time either. I don't know how long he was out and about after uh, allegedly murdering the bouncer at the lacrosse beer house. But All right, uh, caller coming in. Caller, who's this? You're on the air. Yeah, good morning. Uh, this is Dan. How you doing? Hey, Dan. I think it's 5.30 p.m., so it's probably evening. Or, p- or after. good afternoon. Yeah, I guess it is, isn't it? I'm used to the morning show, too, on Saturdays. Yeah, that's Dan, all right. <laughs> is, is, this, is this kind of an open forum to you or not? Yeah, go ahead. What, uh, yeah, what did you want to I, talk about? I just have a question. And maybe you can find out or maybe you know. Um, the situation with the mayor's wife about a month ago, three weeks ago, Okay. any idea, any update on where we are on that? No idea. I just hope it doesn't get buried because it's a political issue. What 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 get what would get buried about it? Get... Well, because it's the mayor's wife. Politically, we don't hear much more about it. That's why. Okay, what do you want to know about it? I want to know what the status is and where we're at on it. But you don't know, so you can't help me. So I can't. No, I, I, I thought maybe you'd be on top of that. But um, uh, all right, maybe somebody else out there does know. I'll just listen in. Okay. All right, yeah, the mayor, I believe, uh, will he be on next week, Monday, I think? No, two Mondays. Uh, let's see. No, he should be on. He'll be on in a week. And uh, he he talked about it a little bit last month when when uh, a caller had, had asked him about it. And no, I don't, I don't, it, a, a lady getting maced because she was over emotional at a protest just that's that's how i see it and if there's charges then there's charges i guess but at this point i don't know i don't have any information it's always funny how we really really want to know about the that that lady getting maced right like but any other lady we don't care um all right so so what i was talking about earlier with this this uh this murder that happened saturday morning and in the police report, it says Officer Thomas in the report says he recognizes the man Timothy Young from previous professional contacts. Now, if you did any social media looking or comment diving into some of these stories online, you'll see that 
Michael Gorder. So Michael Gorder had posted at one point in time, and and others have reshared the post. Even if you went to his his Facebook page, it's it's a public post. Um, I don't know if his post is public anymore, but somebody else posted publicly tagging him. Uh, but at, but at some one point in time, he had, he had shared that uh, Tuesday, May twenty six. In in terms of of possibly, I I gotta say allegedly. I think I don't really know the rules, but I would say allegedly. Uh, the Michael Gorder says Tuesday, May twenty sixth. Uh, this Timothy Young, the the guy who allegedly committed this murder on Saturday morning of the bouncer at the Lacrosse Beer House or the Twisted Moose, he posted this at one point. Tuesday, May twenty sixth, pulled a knife out at Animal House. Thursday, May 28th, pulled a knife out at Brothers and threatened lives of the bar manager and door staff. Friday, May 29th, pulled a knife at Animal House and threatened bartender. Friday, May 29th, cops called on him at John's Bar. So here's the first time that it says cops called on him, not Friday, May 29th, at John's Bar. Sunday, May 31st, grabbed a restaurant manager at the Crow by the throat and threatened his life. Started a huge fight at Broncos, kicked out. He's been kicked out of every bar in the area. Thursday, June 25th, threatened lives of all stateroom emps, employees and their families. Sure, other people can add. So when bond hearing comes comes up, make sure he doesn't get one. So bond hearing came up today. He's got a million-dollar bond. So he did get a bond. It was for a million dollars. But I kind of wonder, since the police said in their report, Officer Thomas says he recognizes the man as Timothy Young from previous professional police contacts, Plural, I believe it said plural, contacts. And then the this Michael Gorder, who is the owner, if you see on his Facebook page, owner at Animal House, owner at The Crow, owner at Howie's, owner of Stateroom. So he, so he knows of all these instances because he owns all these bars, according to his Facebook page. Uh, and he's and, But only one of these on, uh, on this post says that he grabbed a restaurant man, or uh, only one of these said cops were called for him on John's Bar Friday, May 29th. So I'm not sure if there's correlation here with the police calling, you know, these incidents at Animal House and Brothers and these other bars, these incidents happening on this guy. If the police were called, because it doesn't say that, I, I can assume that. But, I mean, when, when a knife is being pulled, I would assume that you call the police and the police come take care of it. Or maybe the guy gets goes leaves that bar and, and goes off into the night and, and then the police never end up finding him. So I'm not exactly sure. There's 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 a little bit of a information gap here. So because if if he pulls a knife, like it's like it says multiple times on this post, right? He pulled a knife that from the owner of of these bars, and whether okay. So if they didn't call the police, then he's just kicked out of the bar. I'd assume seems weird that you wouldn't call police if he pulls a knife, but whatever. Kick him out of the bar, throw him out, and go on with the night because you don't want to hurt business, right? As long as he's out of the bar, there's no harm done, at least in that bar. I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to play devil's advocate. So, so you kick him out of the bar, but then you got to kind of, you own multiple bars, but I don't know. Is there a big bar Facebook messenger or group text where you'd be like, Hey, this dude's walking around with it. He pulled a knife here. Don't let this guy into any of our bars, but, or any bars downtown whatsoever. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how you go about that, but if the police were called, you kick him out of the bar or the police came and and there would be there would be some kind of uh, incident report if you do the CCAP on this guy, uh, Brad that's Brad CCAPed him last week and and didn't find anything but uh, what was it some kind of driving incident it wasn't even that maybe like a speeding or something I, I don't remember exactly, but uh, 
yeah, then you you would assume that there would be some kind of police report. Hey, this guy has been in trouble with the law a couple of times, especially when the 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 police have in their report previous contacts, previous professional contacts at that. So it wasn't like a personal contact. Um, so, but Michael or Timothy Young, he was in court today. I asked Brad. Brad was there. It wasn't anything very interesting. Uh, the bond bond was set, cash bond. Yeah, bond set for a million dollars. Now we'll see if that changes at some point in time. Um, you got to wonder, should it, should there even be a bond? This is when we always question, like, why is there a bond? This guy, he's got he's got uh, alleged previous contacts. It doesn't it doesn't really that doesn't can't really tell if they're police contacts. But you know, if 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 we we come to the next hearing, maybe there'll be some witnesses that that say this guy's pulled a knife on me or something. I don't know. But Judge Ramona Gonzalez gave him a, a million-dollar bond and ordered him not to have contact with the victim's family. If you do, do want to help the victim's family, there's a couple of different GoFundMes. And I'll just say that the Beer by Bike Brigade Facebook page, if you scroll down uh, a post yesterday at 3.13 p.m., has all the information about the victim. At this point, I don't really want to talk about the victim because it's... You know, I, I don't know. It's it's not up to me. There is a story on our. I guess there is a story that they they did put out, and I could I could kind of go over this in a couple of minutes. But um, there there is a GoFundMe for for this kid, a 19 year old. And if you go to the Beer by Bike Brigade page and just scroll down a couple couple posts on Facebook, you'll see that the GoFundMe is posted. There is a little bit about uh, the kid and his dad. There's a picture of them. Looks like they're doing a podcast, and uh, yeah, so it's been shared 63 times. A lot of people have seen it. So anyway, yeah, that's that's where we're at, and the the next hearing for Timothy Young, he's a Spring Grove native. He's 31 years old. He's scheduled to be back in court July 14th, so unless he comes up with a million dollars, he'll probably sit in jail for that time, and um, innocent till proven guilty, so... But it seems uh, seems like seems like uh, pretty obvious, especially when if you go through the police report. That's right. I I should get to this. This is part of the Onalaska part of the police report that we don't have, but it is in the lacrosse the, the police report we we did receive. Um. So there wasn't really a car chase, but he did get he he he, he stopped in front of the bar at whatever time it was, uh, one thirty or twelve thirty or whatever Saturday morning. Got out, left his driver's door open, allegedly shot the the bouncer at the lacrosse beer house, got back in, headed south, but on Alaska's police department dispatch heard about the black Chrysler, spotted it going east on Highway 16, followed it to the Onalaska Walmart parking lot, and that's where police arrested him. And it doesn't really show a whole lot of incidents here. Uh there not a really big incident. With trying to, you know, there was no car chase. I don't even know if there was a struggle. I don't have that police report, but it does say that while being arrested, Young said stuff like this, and I quote, I don't care, was worth it. Young also said, and I quote, I might have overreached a bit, but I had enough of his bleep. And the last quote in the police report, it says, I feel like I effed up a lot. I definitely reacted. So... You know, when you when you when you say stuff like that after doing allegedly doing something, right? Like it's probably going to be 
it's always interesting, right? Is there going to be a guilty plea when when he comes up July fourteenth, or or will his his tone change in terms of like things he said? It's all on video. It's going to be hard to to get away with that, considering all the stuff that that happened. So, um, all right, we're going to take another quick break. We'll wrap up uh, after this right here on Wizzle. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. Uh, Phil texted in, uh, in in terms of the somebody brought up the mayor's wife and, and wanting to know if there, there was an update on that incident that happened a couple of, what, three, four weeks ago now. Uh, Phil said that with the mayor's wife, it would be offsetting penalties like in football. One person assaults the other, the other retaliates with assault, no case, offsetting penalties. So two flags, right? One flag for for uh, the van. Well, is it offsetting penalties? I guess the van kind of, the, the, the idea was the van drove too quickly around or through or by, not through, uh, through a protest or near a protest, uh, which caused the woman to get upset and chase the van down and and allegedly scratch the driver through his window and then he or she he warned the woman that he was gonna pepper spray her i think numerous times if i remember right and then eventually she he did when she didn't back off so and i think there were the woman hit the like hit the hood of the car like slapped the hood of the car too or whatever so um yeah we just do it like that nobody cares because it's like Crazy woman in traffic yelling at somebody who drove by protesters gets mace, gets pepper sprayed. So in terms of uh, the murder that happened over the weekend, we do have something online about the victim. And, and I should I, I just didn't think of this because I was I was reading the police report. I was kind of kind of into the police report, and, and since that just came out, but this is also if you look for the story. Lacrosse murder victim saves lives, and there's a picture of his name's Anthony Fimple, um, and his his father did send out just a just a message about his son to all the media, and you can see this message all over the place. Uh, it's on wisdomnews.com. Let's look for the uh, the kid, smiling kid, in the in the gold shirt, golden gray shirt. But uh, I'll I'll just read this message. So this is the victim, the the lacrosse beer house bouncer, right? But but uh, he was more than a door host, Jen writes on our on our page, on our wisdomnews.com page. He was a young man with hopes, dreams, a son, a brother, a friend, and a hero. And Gus Fimple, his father, writes, My name's Gus Fimple. Last night, my family and I said goodbye to our son, Anthony. Uh, Anthony was gunned down while doing his job as door, door host at Twisted Moose. Anthony was a kind, compassionate young man. To say we are devastated by his passing doesn't seem like enough. Anthony was only 19 years old. He regularly donated blood to the American Red Cross as well as his time helping the folks in our neighborhood with things like with things around the house. Anthony worked summers on the mayor's crew for Wiscorp, and he was going to follow in my footsteps in joining the U.S. Navy. He was enrolled in delayed he was enrolled and delayed entry and was due to ship out for boot camp August 26th. The outpouring of support from his family and friends and community has touched us greatly. To the first responders and the entire medical team at Gunnerson Health, my family and I offer sincere thanks. It was clear almost from the beginning of this ordeal that Anthony would not survive his injuries, but the professionalism and dedication from Gunnerson staff 
ensure that Anthony will continue to have an impact on the lives and others as an organ donor. We also want to thank the La Crosse Police Department for their clear communication and quick action during this ordeal and for posting an officer with Anthony until the very end. Anthony was one of the good ones. He was the best of, of us. Please encourage your audience to take a moment to tell their families how much you care for them and to always be kind. Uh, Gus used to work here at Midwest Family. Uh, so we're all kind of feeling this a little bit. And uh, at the bottom of the story, there's a there's a link to a GoFundMe page, I believe, from somebody at Gunderson. I'd, I'm not sure exactly who, but it's up to twenty three thousand dollars. So a lot of people, a lot of people uh, donating to the cause there. And all right, that's all the time I have. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.